Hi, I'm Eric. And I'm Lauren. And you're listening to Podcast Podcast. The podcast that talks about how great podcasts are. How self-obsessed. I think all almost 95% of our show notes today are actually just now that he's not here. DJ J. Wu's not here, so um, he has to step up. Yeah, he's so we're flying solo. Job. Typically, we have DJ J. Wu who does all of our audio uh, recording yeah. and technical support. And he literally set up everything for us, so we had just, just, press, just had to one press one button. button. But I'm thinking like, what if I didn't have to press that button? You know what's you less know? than one button? No buttons. No buttons. It's like, so true. You know what's less than no buttons? No buttons and a small back massage. Uh, that is, is that less, too much to That's ask? a lot less than one button. I know. Like <laughs> Now that we think about it, DJ J. Wu should be fired. He has screwed us over. Know, Eric, pull yourself together. We must move on. <laughs> no, we can do this despite, despite all of our challenges put before us because of DJ J. Wu. What if what if all of our show notes were just emails to the IT department? You mean DJ J. Wu? Yeah, DJ yeah, 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 totally. yeah, yeah. Um I think people would love hearing about that. I know. Well, that's basically what this is. The this is what our emails say. DJ J. Wu, <laughs> you need to step up the IT game because Quit. we had to press a button this yeah. week. Quit and, farting around. And like you almost messed up you like your finger was like you were eating all that like butter popcorn and yeah. like your finger was like sliding so all over the place. Yeah. Like I, I don't even trust you. Like no offense. No one should like, trust. No me one should I'm trust on the, either of us. The corn. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think we have some more show notes because you were at a little cookie party today. I, I want to hear about it because it's the holidays. Oh my gosh! Well, first of all, we we are in your apartment and it is decked to the halls. Yes. The halls are decked and yes. it's decked out for Christmas. Um. And it looks so nice, but yeah, we had a um, we do an office cookie swap at my work, and it's always like on a theme. So this year's theme was the 2018 2019 Broadway season. So my cookies, I did um, representations of eight um, new musicals this season. They're amazing. I wish you guys could see. Do you this? like? I'm showing. They're perfect. <gasps> so those That's are ama- those are some I of do them. No Let's idea see. how you did that. Oh, here's the here's like the lot of them. This is great. You know what it would also be good for the audience if Tell you me. like described how they smell. Everyone well, would enjoy that. Picture uh-huh. a soft scent oh. of sugar in the air. An an angel fart. Add to that a small aroma. Oh. Of lemon zest. Oh my. Oh. 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 Too much. But wait, oh. we're not done. Oh. Both one teaspoon of <gasps> vanilla extract and almond extract. Oh. Oh, That's stop. right. These cookies are flavorful. That was the unexpected ingredient. I bet you can't tell what it is. <laughs> no. Uh, no. Okay, so yeah, these are just like sugar cookies that I put icing on. I'm nervous What's to ask you question? this. I feel like you didn't win, but that you should have. But Well, I, I did. I won. Um, you won? I won most, Why didn't you well, march well, in? I won most creative. There's three categories. I was most afraid creative. to ask you because you... I, I thought you would have like shouted in my face. It's like my cookies are so good that if I talk about how I won, it's like a little okay. too braggadocious. Because right. mm-hmm. like it's like well, congratulations, so thanks, congratula la 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 lations. Wow, that was a very yeah. good holiday themed. Um, my very good friend Melissa Mimi, who I used to work yes. with at Barnes and Noble. Like, yes, I never would have expected this from her, but she would get 
I've, she's not an angry person. Mm, doesn't, the, she quite doesn't the it. opposite. Yeah. Never seen her so mad as when she did not win our <gasps> bake, our bake off for Christmas time. Like literally like, I'm not joking. It's very odd. What did she make? I don't remember. She has a cookie recipe she made or something. Like, wow. I, She'd it was be mad just if a little, I know. I, I was just, a, it was a little disproportionate to the rest of the world. Yeah. You know, like she doesn't really get mad about things. Right. So I see that it could anger people. You know, if you have this recipe. Yeah. And honestly, I wouldn't be mad because like no one asks me to decorate these things for five hours. It, I do it because it's fun. Like I, I enjoy it. But I'm not doing you, this for them. I know, but your skill. Like if someone was like, those aren't that good. It'd be like, fuck <laughs> you. Are you kidding me? You do better. I'll get mad for you. How I, about that? No, I get plenty. There's plenty of fussing. A fussing over the cookies. Okay. Do you have a go-to holiday Christmas cookie? Um, a thing you bake? My mom and I make peppermint. We do sugar cookies, but like yeah. we make uh, red and white dyed and we split them up and we twist them up to make candy canes that. and they taste like mint. We Love make thumbprints and snowballs. Oh, um, I, we, we used to do this. Now we just go to like, there's this Italian bakery. We just get all the little, yeah. we those Italian little, little oh, cookies. I love those. Yeah. You know what else I love that's a Christmas cookie is mm. a, um, a, uh, um, okay, uh, Pringles okay. are not sounds Christmas cookies. Sounds like, oh. Oh. Sounds like jingles. Oh, no, shoot, no, no, never no, mind. No, no. Uh, anyway, if it can't be Pringles, I guess I would have to say those peanut butter thumb Hershey prints? Kiss. Oh, is that a thumbprint yeah, yeah, cookie? Yeah. With the Hershey Kiss in the middle? Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh, those are so good. I, I knew you would like Why that. did I not? I, I have oh, never known no, the right actually, name to those. Those aren't thumbprints. Kiss drops. Yeah. Or something stupid. They're called like kiss on the lips. They're called like something disgusting. They're called the- like, <laughs> I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. I think something. that's what it is, comma, peanut butter. Anyway, uh, I love Christmas cookies. That makes me so happy. Do you prefer butter or shortening? I'm just kidding. What if Whoa. we just talked about baking for s- this whole episode? I feel like there's probably podcasts like that, but I would listen to that. I, it's like I the equivalent hate, of Instagram. I, I, that's when baking. I now's when I say I hate baking. You do? I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Can you tell it. me why? Well, because. I think it takes away all the creativity. Like when I cook, I like like throwing stuff in yeah. and like seeing it. like yeah. you are like go outside the lines and baking like you don't have anything edible. And it's just I don't like sweets. I don't enjoy eating them or making them. Oh, I'm sorry. These aren't creative enough for you. I mean, I'm, those I'm the decorating is wildly creative. You're right. The recipe's precise. No. Um, I want to show you my what my friend did. So Mean Girls on Broadway is, is the cookie so thing good. that he did. So good, but not nearly as good as yours. And they're pink, and they say "fuck." I mean, on them. they're. I love them. They're. they're my so heart good, loves right? them, but yours are way better. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, sorry. <laughs> like, nice try. I mean, like, I think so yeah, too. <laughs> why is everyone even trying? Okay. Um. Do we have any other show nuts? I don't think so. Oh well, quick! If you're uh, obsessed with podcasts. And you're thinking of a Christmas gift. I just wanted to share what DJ Jaywoo and I have decided to exchange with each other. I love this. Share we're not it. getting each other presents. We are just, uh, we're going to set a, a money amount, a money amount. Yeah. Um, I was thinking, I listen to so many podcasts and I don't, they don't, they're not making money. Like, and I appreciate them. They bring joy to my life. They're my number one source for entertainment. Um, so we're going to do some Patreons and like, actually, like, that's what we're giving to each other because we're nerds. I love that. I love that idea. What a great way to give back to the thing you love. Um, and like enjoy the experience with your person. I think it'll be fun too. Cause like you, when you you know pay for a Patreon, you are joining a community. Yeah. Also, I hate to be like an old lady, Say but it. is one of the neighbors playing loud hip hop music outside? I think 
I don't think it's a neighbor. I bet it's in a car. I bet a car is playing loud music. Well, I can't wait until that car just drives right on. Drives on by. <laughs> you can just scoot and skedaddle. Will you right off my block? Scream that out the window. Yeah. In that same voice. In that same, it has in to that be tone. that same voice, but also screaming. I'm like, hey, <laughs> can, can you please skedaddle? <laughs> I've never heard anyone scream in that voice before, but I can't wait to hear it. That feels like confusing and delightful. Oh my god. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'll scare him away for sure. Sure. <laughs> um, I think we okay. I am. I literally have never been so excited to talk about the challenge. Wow! 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 Okay, this a little is narcissistic a very of first me. Segment, yeah, and it's called Podcast Challenge, and it's where we challenge each other to listen to an episode or a show that either we like or we think the other person might enjoy or we want to share. So last week, I challenged you to listen to the very first episode of our podcast entitled podcast podcast episode one the genius of Teresa judice topless tapas transphobia and more oh my god and more indeed <laughs> okay listen this thank you and i i recommend yeah. that you do this also Ooh. I, it, it, oh, okay first of all Right off the bat, we are bragging about being podcasters. It's literally ah, one of the first things we say. What do we we say? are bragging about like, look at us. How does it feel How to be a podcaster? Yeah, yeah. We're like, we, was it tongue in cheek? I, I'm not un- uncertain. Fingers we, crossed. I feel like it was supposed to be tongue in cheek, yeah, but yeah, like yeah, we but it were serious. Come off that way. <laughs> no, I, I remember what my heart was like that day, wow. and it was earnest. Oh um, also, okay, so then we, uh, oh, we do it again later. Also, a few times we're bragging about being podcasters <laughs> right off the bat in episode one. Good. Um, we explain what the show is, which is yeah. actually refreshing. I re- it's like our mission statement. You should go back and listen to it. Yeah. I forget what we say, Okay, but it's moving. Great. And uh, do we fuck. still uphold that thesis? Absolutely. Wow. Good. I mean, we haven't changed our like intro ever. Yeah, so we, you, we stick have. to that every time. It's the I mission. It. Yeah. Um, I did notice we're less confident and less funny and less comfortable. It's true. We have gotten better. It's a little... We went back and forth with like how prepared we should be. And it's yeah. just a little like you can tell we're nervous. It's you have to listen to it because you can tell we're nervous. We're still trying to be ourselves, but we're not. We're totally not. You would be so shocked yeah, how different we were. Yeah. Um, we tell this joke that asks people to call in with their own clips and then uh-huh. make comments on the clips uh-huh. so that we don't have to do any work. And that joke takes like. 15 minutes like that joke we will like not let go it's not very funny and it takes forever to tell right the idea that in fact the whole show was far too long like how long was it it was shorter minute wise but do you remember we used to have more clips it was like it felt very long we've we've nailed the format like each do like three yeah yeah yeah. it was out of control wow and we had segments yeah i know think about it right yeah um Okay, the very first clip was from Ask Me Another, which is the reason that I started this podcast, um, or we started it. it was talk- and we actually talk about how progressive Roseanne Barr is, which looking back, there are a few. We do? There are quite a few oh, times. do you mean the show, not the person? Well, we were talking about her and how she has a gay brother and sister and how she did a lot for gay rights. This was before, you know. We knew how horrible and on. racist she was. Yeah. yeah. Um, there were actually a surprisingly high number of Things that are are not okay anymore. So interesting. Literally, like so. I'll go on. Like we we literally say Roseanne is better than Ellen because <laughs> the show. Like when I say we, I say me. But you agreed with me. Okay. Um. Oh, then you talk about bitch sesh, and I literally yell at you for not. This is the first I'd ever heard of bitch sesh, and I'm like oh, mad at you because mm-hmm. you didn't tell me about That's it. Fair. That That's was a fair. fight. Yep. Um. 
we against everyone's will played fuck Mary kill with Marco Rubio Trump and Ted Cruz that was a bad idea um, I love that game but it's funny because we're both agreed you should not kill Trump this is it says meme okay so uh-huh. with meme, so we're not uh-huh. using the k word but like it was like meme Trump like don't like that's not going to do us any good and I feel like two years ago that was like true yeah and now I think we would have to meme him like yeah. you know what I mean like yeah. it's, we had no idea how bad it would get oh or how not fun that game is yeah we Ugh. rage about tapas and one of my favorite things to rage about um oh we are terrible actors like I'm not saying Did we're we... good ones now but like we're like you can just tell when we like had a little bit oh, and it was like totally oh. fake sounding like we were, uh, yeah, yeah I see I see yeah 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 um, I make fun of people who have a Hotmail account, which is weird because a few episodes later I go on to open you a, Hotmail account, a Hotmail account and I like, I'm standing up for Hotmail accounts. Like I remember hardcore. well. Um, we don't have a sponsor, but we make a joke that we do and we say it's a Venmo, but we're like, just kidding. How, wait, how did I, we make all that, all that sweet, all sweet dough? cash? I have no idea. It's a mystery. Weird. Yeah. Um, we talk about savage love. Uh-huh. Um, I just want to quickly say I sound stupid and so very convinced and sold on every stupid thing I say. That <laughs> <laughs> like sums it up. <laughs> and I'm sure you're being kind mm. in that it's both of us who are that way. No, no, no. I'm no, no. certain of it. My other notes are, wow, it was long. Um, oh, we try to give it another thing that's like not okay anymore. Like we like are talking about how much we love Chris Hardwick and the Nerdist. And we try to give him advice. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we try to give him advice? Yeah. As a joke? Events. Um, I think we're kind of joking. Okay. <laughs> um, my podcast, Bay, was cracked. Funny, funny. And uh-huh. I rave about Jack O'Brien. Uh-huh. This was pre-Daily Zeitgeist. Uh-huh. Which, that part made me so happy. And um, I, we had a segment at the very end, which I f- totally forgot about. It We did it every episode for the first like 15 episodes. We had a segment called Best Dressed Podcaster and Sarah Koenig won every time. <laughs> oh my gosh. I really forgot about that. Yeah. That is so funny. Mm-hmm. Why? That's so funny. I, I think that's funny still. I think it's funny. It holds up. Yeah, that holds up. Some of the stuff does not hold up. That Most of holds it does up. not. Wow. That holds up, but maybe not 15 times. Sure. But like, hey, sure. we were experimenting. You know what they say about a joke? If it doesn't land, try it 14 more exactly. times. Exactly. Um, if you were recommending this our show to someone who is interested, would you say start no. today? Or would you I say would start, start today. at the beginning? I would say start today, and I would hope that they would never get to the first episode. It's just not... It's our practice. I really hope no one's starting with one. I like that it's our, it's our practice, but we also had like three practice episodes that we did not air. Yeah, those are practice practices. You're welcome, everyone. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's why we were so cocky. We were like, this is better. I mean, it it was, by the way. It truly was. Well, I mean, anything recorded was better because the first one we couldn't even record. So and right the, off the bat. The second time we were like guzzling wine and eating yeah. popcorn. Yes. I can't. I shudder to think. I mean, the it's just exponentially better. It was, it, yeah. but it was really fun to listen to. I, honestly, I love honestly, that. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> um, so anyway, now I have one for you. Yeah, because that's the rule of the game. Now you got to challenge me. Um, I'm really excited about this. I'm so excited about this podcast. The thing is, it's on Stitcher Premium. Okay, but I feel like it's so easy to get Stitcher Premium codes. Um, that it's fair. Oh, like you can get free ones. Like just like there's a million. I'll send yeah, you like one. We've done this before. Yeah. 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 I have a free one that's still going. Right. Oh, this isn't a problem. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, as long as it's like Stitcher is like 
It's, they're doing like a promotion. It's they not like always stealing, have right? one. Yeah, yeah. No, no, they always have one. It's Great. not stealing. And you were just saying you might want Stitcher Premium for I was, Christmas. I was saying that. Okay, this is gonna make you be like Santa. All I want for Christmas is Stitcher Premium. Santa, won't you please? I'll be singing that. Oh, yeah. Go on. Isn't that a song? Santa, won't you please? Santa, won't you please? Santa, won't you? I, I hope not. I hope not. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah, all, yeah, it's it is. All, it's all I want for Christmas this is, is you, which is a great song. <laughs> Sorry, I just didn't recognize it because your um, interpretation was Ooh, a little bit different. What? But better, but like just not the same. I don't yeah. sound exactly like the original. No, but it's like you're in your own direction, which was wow. better. Better. Wow. Totally better. Thank you. Totally better. Keep on going with it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> okay, you may look in the show notes now. Okay. It is called Lost and Found. Oh, Are okay. you familiar? Uh, oh, yes. Fuck. I don't care. Just we familiar. have to talk about it. Okay. I don't think I've listened to it. It's gold. Host Matt McConkey, who does your homophilia. Of course you know about this. Yes, yes. Um, talks about his own adoption story through a series of intimate conversations with some of his favorite writers, actors, and comedians mm. who have also been mm. affected by the adoption experience. Um, Kulop, Joel Kim Booster. I kind of don't think you should listen to that one. Um, because we saw him talk about it live. I mean, but also we did. That was yeah, really yeah, fun. Yeah. But also this third person you're about to say, that's it. Leslie that's Grossman? I am so obsessed with Leslie I Grossman. I didn't know that. It's fairly new, but I love her so I had, much. That was a good one. And I had no idea who she was. I am so excited to listen to that one. Mono Agapian. Uh-huh. Jillian Michaels randomly, which was pretty good. Interesting. Um, they're great. And you get to hear his adoption story. And yeah. I, it's something that we talk about all the time. Yeah, so, totally. And you love Matt McConkey. That's so a really I'm not even, good I don't one. even care that you know about it. Just enjoy it. And then I want to discuss. And I, le- will you let me know in advance which one you end up listening to? Oh, I'm telling you I'll right now. It's re- Leslie Grossman. Okay. Right now. We'll talk about it. I can't wait. That's a really good one. I have heard of it, but I haven't listened. So I'm super excited. If you need me to download it, maybe I can send it to you. Okay. If I can't, if I for some reason can't get in, I'll let I mean, you know. I don't know how to do that, but um, <laughs> DJ Jay Wu does. Perfect. <laughs> He's your DJ Jay Wu. You're unfired until we figure this out, and then you're fired again. He's definitely listening, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. He's good. listening live. Oh, good. He's like at his work party, like listening. Listening live. Yeah. Were you not invited to his work party? Um, I probably was. Okay. But this is more important. Wow! 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 Yeah. Plus, he wants to flirt with Brenda from finance. Oh, my God. She's so hot. She's so there. hot. I'm like, go for it. I'm like, bring her home. You're like, honestly, can I flirt with Brenda? How could finance? you not flirt with her? It just sounds sexy. Okay. Well, thanks for that challenge. I can't wait to listen to Lost and Found, and hopefully some folks will listen along with us. Yeah. Yo. Yeah. Uh, do we have a sponsor this episode? Eric, I don't know how you think we would pay the bills if we didn't have a sponsor. Like, you always are like, do we have a sponsor? Like, of course we have a sponsor. <laughs> Honestly. Kind of question is that? I'm sorry. I know We, we got to get tough. It's can, been like uh, 159 episodes. Can I try to make it up to you by reading the sponsor this sponsor? Please do. It's the least you can do. It is the least I can do. And now a word from our sponsor, Salsa Basket. You know what is literally the worst thing on earth, Lauren? I mean, we're talking dangerously terrible. That's jars. Have you ever gone to a grocery store? Have you seen how many jars there are? Millions. Everything I eat practically comes in jars. It's just so unoriginal. And that's why I'm super excited about this new subscription service called Salsa Basket. They ship you different kind of salsas. Yes, in a basket. (laughs) Now, Lauren, you might be thinking, 
doesn't this also like go through the holes in the basket and maybe even like get a little gross because it's touching the handwoven basket material? And to you, I would say, stop being so negative. I want to start eating my salsa out of the baskets. It literally says on the website, quote, made in small batches in a barn in Texas. Now, doesn't that sound delicious? I hope some of that gross barn stuff doesn't get in the baskets. You know what? I bet it doesn't. Go to SalsaBasket.com, choose your basket type, straw, horsehair, recycled tire, and your salsa, vegetarian and non-vegetarian, and someone will deliver your basket to your home once a month. Very adorable. If you enter discount code podcast podcast, they will shove some chips in there on top. Hope they wash their hands. Thanks, Salsa Basket. Olay. Ooh, spicy. <laughs> Listen, I have to warn you, I did try the non-vegetarian once, and there Ugh. is a lot of ground pork wow. in there. Wow. Yeah. That doesn't sound good. Yeah. But I'm, a, I'm a vegetarian, so what do I know? So am I. I just was trying to get adventurous. Okay. Wow. Well, this is an adventure that I want to join. I would also recommend not doing the horsehair basket with the salsa verde because uh, they tend to get real well, tangled up. Different strokes for different folks. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Salsa Basket. Thanks, Salsa Basket. Olay indeed. Yeah. <laughs> I have a few questions for you about that sponsor, but I'm going to ask you okay. later. <laughs> yeah, not on, not on mic. Not on mic. Not on okay. mic. Off, what we like to say is offline. Right. Yeah. Should we jump into our first clip? We shall. I put these clips in the show notes so late that I'm kind of excited to talk to you about them like it's going to feel fresh. Ooh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so household name. Had you heard of this? I almost recommended it to you one time because I knew you would enjoy it. It's so funny. I love it. Yeah. I really love it. Um, I'd listened to it before and considered like clips for the show, but just had never found the right one. Household Name is a podcast from Business Insider that shares the surprising stories behind our biggest household name brands. Um, episodes have included talking about Waffle House as a disaster aid. Apparently FEMA looks like Waffle Houses in disaster areas get back up and running so quickly that FEMA kind of like looks to them. Anyway. That's uh, fascinating. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. An Alaskan blockbuster video that is still open today and gangs at Disneyland. I love it because it's like not a normal business podcast. It's but- Yeah. It's so interesting. And it's still Talks anyway. Uh, okay, in this episode, host Dan Bobkoff talks to Botox expert and women's studies professor Dana Berkowitz, who wrote a book called Botox Nation: Changing the Face of America. So she resisted getting Botox for a very long time, um, even while she was writing that book. But after encouragement from a friend, she finally caved in. So here is Dana discussing what it was like to go under the needle. But then I started to get all this feedback from other people telling me how good I looked. And they were asking me, oh, you know, did you get a haircut or did you go on vacation? Um, What's going on? I think I had gone to, you know, a wedding where I saw some old friends and compliments just started flowing. And I was like, wow, maybe this really works. Um, And then the Botox starts wearing off. A few months later, and all of a sudden, you can make those expressions again with your forehead and your face, and all of a sudden, you can see those wrinkles again, and that's when I was like, oh, gosh, wait a minute. Am I going to get Botox again? She did get Botox again and found it harder to justify to herself that it was all purely for the sake of research. I'd hid it for my students, I, and I would make sure to get Botox on um in the summer or during winter holiday so that if I was bruised at all, they wouldn't be able to see it. Or if my 
um, my face, you know, looked a little bit different, they wouldn't be able to notice. And so I hid it from my colleagues and my students for quite a while. And then ultimately I ended up writing uh, an essay called My Women's Studies Professor Uses Botox. What? But she stopped recently. Part of it has to do with the fact she had a child. I want to show my baby the full range of facial expressions and emotions. Right now, at least. (laughs) And so I've decided that I will not be using Botox for for quite some time. What do you think? Would you ever get Botox? No, would you? (gasps) No, I don't think so. Yeah, it's easy to say that now. Yeah. But I think I really truly value um, imperfection and emotion and facial expressions are so valuable to me. Like, I love facial expressions. They're so fun. I think it would make me really sad. I don't. But I must say my mom was always like, I would never get Botox. But then she started like, she would like pull her hair back in a tight ponytail. Yeah. Lift her eyes. And she'd be like, yeah, but. Look. Just look so must I can see how it would be tempting, and then what happens to her is how she um, like slips in. You know, she's like, I would never do it, and then she does it, and she can't. Like I can see how it, it's like, like it's tempting. Slope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, well, it was interesting to hear the, these perspectives um, of people who you would not typically expect to get Botox who have had experiences with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, a lot of the episode is about the trend in getting Botox to fix resting bitch face which if people don't know what resting bitch face is it's the you know the idea that like when you're sort of in your neutral face it looks like you have a scowl on or you're like you're upset or something um and so dana berkowitz this the the author they were talking to in this episode was sort of split on whether botox to alleviate resting bitch face was a great thing for women kind of easing the pressure of having to look happy all the time or if it was just some temporary fix that wasn't really i can't believe she was even split about this because it's like basically you're saying to women like okay so the boys are gonna expect you to smile so you have to change right like i feel like a feminist knows that that's not true and she just wants the botox so bad she's like creating a story about it because like it's like the lean in thing a little bit like the San- Cheryl Sandberg's book it's kind of like saying like okay so the world is really fucked up ladies here's what you got to do which is good advice but it's like wait why do I have to change my whole life right and get botox right. because the world is fucked up anyway whoa whoa tangent, tangent well and I think it's kind of a realist view where it's where it's like I think she's saying I know you're gonna feel that pressure to look happy no matter what right obviously it'd be ideal if you could not feel that pressure and if men and society didn't put that pressure on women but if women are going to feel that pressure no matter what could it possibly be a good thing to not have to worry about that i think it's just bad for all women i think you're doing this and also like there is a thing that's hard to argue with where it's like what if it just makes you feel good about yourself and like who cares but it's like you have to think about the bigger picture i think yeah and is your responsibility as a woman and what you're showing your daughter or whatever you know like interesting i don't know yeah I feel very strongly about. Do you this. feel that way about all cosmetic surgery? Yeah. Interesting. I mean, ever obviously everyone can do whatever they want, but I, I just don't. I would never want to do it, so it's easy for me to say it's wrong, right? We yeah, talk about, yeah, like yeah. our lines. What? Yeah. Wait, what about you though? No, I, I don't think I would ever. Uh, well, as far as I can tell, I don't think I'd be inclined towards um, any cosmetic procedures, but yeah. I also like, I have it way easier for those exact reasons we were just talking about. I don't feel that pressure. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Cause and you're perfect. Oh, that's nice. No, but like, I love everything about your face and that's everything nice. about you that's nice. and everything about your hot bod. Oh, no, this I mean whole it. thing. I love everything about you. And I feel like if you love yourself and you love, you know what I mean? Like, thanks. I don't, I, 
<laughs> no, that's nice. I know what you mean because obviously, like, I don't, I don't look like a uh, Matt Bomber. You know what I mean? Like, I have wrinkles and like I'm bald and like I, you know, like so. That's nice of you to say that. Like, what is unique about us is the best thing about us, right? Yes. Like, it's the imperfections and all. I agree. Yes, I agree. Um, so I did not know the history of Botox. Obviously, we all sort of knew that like this was a neurotoxin that kind of paralyzes you. It's it it. Apparently, the neurotoxin can causes botulism mm-hmm. in high doses. But anyway, this doctor, Dr. Jean Carruthers, who is a Canadian eye doctor, she was trying to fix eye, spas- eye, spasm- eye spasms in patients. And an unaffected side effect occurred where her patients were like, um, can you give them- me that thing again? Like, I just look like less stressed. I look less worried, whatever, whatever. And her husband was a dermatologist and was so that basically they worked together he started giving his patients botox as a cosmetic procedure and then it kind of took off from there that's so interesting yeah i love the inventions that are unexpected or unintentional um i guess there's also a huge huge rise in men getting cosmetic procedures including botox and uh, because obviously medical procedures have to be gendered we're calling it brotox that's just so stupid so stupid stupid on stupid yeah completely um, and I'm not surprised. I mean, I'm not surprised that men are jumping on board. I mean, it's kind of the idea, the same dumb idea as like the metrosexual where it's like men are starting to maybe be more aware of how they look and take care of themselves in, you know. Yeah. It's like, is it good that men have the same pressure as women now? Or is it bad that we're all just stressed out about our faces? Right. Right. Or, or are we all just sort of like looking after ourselves in a different way, more mm-hmm. aware of our health and our bodies and you know what I mean? Is it your health? It's not. It's really okay. not. Okay. <laughs> but I wonder if it's related, like drinking green juice. Are yeah, you, yeah, If yeah. you drink You're green right. juice, are you more likely to get Botox? Yeah. I mean, we're all vain creatures too. Yeah. Well, I mean, I do vain things. That's the other thing. I get my eyelashes done. Interesting. But it's I don't, I'm not changing the structure of my face. Never mind. Yeah. See, I've drawn this line. Right. I made it through. <gasps> I love, you make such a good point. I love that you brought that up. Because you're right. It's all like, it's all like about that line and who's to say where that is drawn. I need, I need to be less so judgmental. Because I'm sure so many people are like, I would never get a facelift, but Botox doesn't count. I would get a little Botox. The other weird thing is like when you have plastic surgery, like most people can tell. Yeah. So it's like everyone knows what you did. Like what's the yeah. point? Like, well, I wonder if some people feel like the it's better than the alternative. Even if you can tell there's there's been some yeah. work done. Well, talk to me again in 35 years. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. we'll see. I'm not opposed to it. I feel like I'll just be embracing it, but literally, let's listen to this in 35 years. We'll be on episode 5,000. There also may be a new form of something that is totally non-invasive and like non-toxic and just kind of makes you... That I still don't think I'd do it. Yeah. Would you ever do like anti-aging cream or something like that? I don't... I guess if it was good for my face, like if it was just taking care of my face. Well, because that's the thing is like Botox is not the same, obviously, as anti-aging wrinkle cream. They talked on the episode... About how you have, really have to maintain it. And that was that was the mm-hmm. whole thing is these people would have these experiences where they would do it. They would get all these compliments. And then in three months, their face would look bad by comparison. They'd be like, ew. And it's like, yeah, that's what you look like. Right. <laughs> now you think it's disgusting. Right. That's your face. Yeah. So it's Ooh, almost like, like once you start, it kind of becomes a thing you have to upkeep and then it's very expensive. And they were saying millennials are starting to get it uh, as um, – what they think is like preventative, mm-hmm. but there's really no science that it, it actually prevents wrinkles. Right. So then it's like this expensive bad habit anyway. I also feel like I've heard like actresses talking on podcasts or like whatever, like 
being like, uh, someone admits they get Botox. And it's like, oh shit, we're supposed to be getting Botox now? We're right. 23. Right. Okay, fuck. And then they go get Botox. It's like the pressure is like, oh shit. That's like a really good point. They hear the other people their age are getting. That's like, I think, I guess I need it too. That's a really oh, good wait, point. Oh wait, I am like offensively ugly. Like, right. It's like, a t- if everyone wasn't doing it, no one would do it. Right. Like if Bella Thorne needs Botox, I certainly need right. it because she's the most beautiful young woman there is we need more cool people not getting it yeah i like that i like that yeah i like that a lot all right if you want to learn more about um botox this was from the podcast household name and this episode was called resting botox face yeah and i did have one note that i typed into the show oh give it there's a quote from the episode that (laughs) getting botox is buying into your own demise yikes so That's fascinating. When you put it like that. I know. Sounds more fun. Here's the last thing I'll say about Botox that for some reason reminded me of it is um, I went to a dermatologist because I have hyperhidrosis, which means that I sweat specifically in my armpits a lot. Can I interrupt you really fast? Yeah. It sounds like you're about to make an excuse for getting a nose job. Uh, well, okay. When you when you try to fix your armpit hyperhidrosis, sometimes they have to go through your right, nasal totally. cavity, and it's really I have a deviated septum, of and course, just like leave I've me alone. Yeah, I can tell you. <laughs> you seem a lot healthier. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um, no, so they the the dermatologist was like, well, one of the things we can do to fix your underarm sweating is um, Botox. They shoot Botox in your armpit. That's allowed. It's like three thousand dollars. And it lasts three months. No. Yep. Holy. So I was like, sweaty pits it is. Yeah, sure. Jesus, okay. how long would they have to last for you to think $3,000 is worth it? I would say like 10, 10 years. years. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Acrobat. Oh. Seal. Oh. <laughs> well, that's right. the official cost it should be. Enough about my sweating. Mm. Let's jump to clip number two. This is from... Um. Science versus prove which it. I know you know this because this podcast because you introduced it to me so long ago. I mean, this Got is like a long down. time ago, like not episode one, but like a long time yeah. ago. Yeah, um, and so I'm sure our, our listeners are familiar with it. It takes on fads, trends, opinionated mob to find out what's fact, what's not, what's somewhere in between. In this episode, when uh, which is called Ancient Aliens, Who mm-hmm. Really Built the Pyramids? Wendy Zuckerman uh, wonders if it's possible that the Egyptians were literally smart enough to build the pyramids or if they had help, a helping hand from aliens, which is something that people literally believe. I love that conspiracy theory. Oh, I know you love conspiracy theories. It combines everything I love. Aliens, conspiracy theories. Pyramids. Pyramids. Um, And then if they didn't have help from aliens, then how on earth did they not, how did they do it without modern technology? I think about this a lot. And I'm always like, how do they do it? I like lose sleep at night. I'm like, oh. I guess this, I didn't know that they discovered what I'm about to show you. And it explains everything. And I'm kind of like, oh. Why didn't I know that? I, maybe you're going to be like, everyone knows that. <laughs> but like, I did not know this, and it's like, blew my mind. Okay, let's go. Well, over the past few decades, Cairo has been doing a lot of construction around the city, like installing a new sewer system, which meant they had to dig. And when archaeologists heard about that, their ears pricked up. Because, you know, archaeologists love digging. Now, during these digs, they found the remains of ancient docks, harbours and canals. These canals went all through the city and up to the Nile River, which connected to quarries filled with granite and other stones. Now, here's the cool thing. They actually cut all the way to the foot of the pyramid 
Yeah, right up to the pyramids. And what this suggested was that the ancient Egyptians were moving enormous stones hundreds of miles by stacking them on boats and then rowing them through the canals. So Mark had all these clues about how the river worked and then the canals. And then, a few years ago, a team of archaeologists hit the jackpot, their most concrete evidence yet. They found fragments of an ancient diary written on papyrus by a middle manager type who actually worked on the pyramids. And this guy described exactly how they moved the stones day by day. Morning, we loaded our boats. Afternoon, we spent the time sailing to Giza. Evening, we docked. You know, morning, we're dragging blocks to the pyramid. Literally, day by day, it was just like, boom, opening a window. Okay, first of all, that diary entry is super boring. <laughs> but... <laughs> what about some juicy details, like know, what crush God, you have? Seriously. <laughs> um, I didn't know this. Yeah, I had no idea. It kind of blew my mind. Yeah. 600 miles away. That's... That's... And then they find some canals. Why didn't I get an Amber Alert about this? This is like rather major news. I'm on Twitter I think all that's day long. What Amber Alerts are for? What? Shh, shh. Well, so that's a good point. When did we? When did we discover this? I want to know. Okay. I mean, it's like everyone should know this. Yeah. It changes everything. Get the, the the textbooks out. Rewrite everything. Yeah. Um, but literally, have you? See, be serious, and you don't have to worry about making me look stupid. Did you know this? No, no, I okay. genuinely did not know this. Um. What I didn't, what I, what I don't know, could fill a pyramid. Oh my god! Thanks for sticking <laughs> with the theme. Um, at the beginning, she talks about how it's hard to tell. Like they, they first address were they literally smart enough mm. to do this? And at the beginning, she talks about how it's hard to tell exactly what brains were like back then, um, because brains are not bones, so they do not survive. Which is something we talked about last week about tissue not surviving only bones bones tells our stories uh-huh so literally they could have been way smarter than us because brains don't survive we have no idea yeah we can guess by the skulls that they were just as smart as we are yeah. like so it's insulting to even think oh, you guys couldn't have possibly been as smart right, as us right and i think looking at their culture too like there is so there is so much Egyptian influence in our in our modern culture because they really had a lot of like art and cult like you know what I mean like they they had a lot of tradition and they had a lot of innovation they were not different than us they were a significant society in the history of the world they had like fewer tools and knowledge but like they were exactly like we are now and right. the, that but this is why people believe they aliens because they don't believe that they were a smart they were don't believe they were in, intelligent enough to do this and they talk when he talks a lot about how like lots of times when white people stumble upon existing communities like mesa verde they're like oh, no way could like what dumb native american yeah, yeah like we're the only ones smart like we can't even build a football stadium without yeah. it falling down in five years <laughs> why are we getting judgmental you know what i mean um, and also, but if you listen to this diary, it's like they literally did it all day, every day. They had tons of people doing it. Yeah. It wasn't magic. Yeah. It was a lot of hard work and some smart hacks. I think that's the other thing we can't imagine is um, that amount of dedication. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because they didn't have like Bravo. Right. <laughs> but like. Trust me, if they had Bravo, there would not be any pyramids, at least not that tall. That's the reason why we don't have pyramids. <laughs> like, new ones. 
But um, like saying that aliens helped, which is something people truly believe. She interviews someone who believes this. Yeah. It's taking the achievements away from the Egyptians, which is just rude. But I think aliens help build football stadiums too. I mean, I hope so because yeah. that's the only reason they suck so bad. <laughs> um, we don't need aliens to explain this. Um, did you ever think that? I mean, no, not in any serious way. But Phew. like I said, I do love the sort of supernatural paranormal. And like that type of thing is fun to think Did about. I just blow it for you? Well, it's also a little dismissive because of the amount of slave labor that went into building the pyramids. And so then it's like, I don't know, to be like, oh, it's magic. It's like, no, actually, a lot of people yeah, were really people oppressed. Were, like, and, there's like dead bodies in there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's also a little dismissive to the aliens to think that they don't exist. Oh, interesting. I mean, I you have to diss someone. I hadn't thought of it. And it might as well be the aliens because mm. I don't know them. Except, are they listening now? Maybe we should be well, They're for up. sure listening, but okay. they have really thick skins. They're not very sensitive. Oh my God. How did yeah. you know that? Yeah. Well, I watched a show called Aliens. Are they sensitive? And found out that they're not. Oh my God. Yeah. It sounds like that should be a show. So I'm sci-fi. glad you watched it. Wow. Yeah. Um, why didn't I get an Amber Alert about that show? <laughs> um, okay. So I have a question for you. Oh, what? also, real quick tangent. Um, not really a tangent. Um, there was no Atlantis. Okay, they talk about that. But moving on. Wait, but also, did you not know that? Um, I just want to make it clear. For oh, everyone, sure, sure, sure. There was just a Disney movie. <laughs> like, I feel like I believe most things I see in Disney movies. Yeah, so, like, yeah, yeah. they were wrong this one time. But anyway. Also, okay, great. Um, if you were an Egyptian king and wanted to stash your burial chamber with a bunch of cool shit, what would you request to be there? Oh my gosh, I would request. Um. I would request so many ring pops. Really? I would request, um, I would request like a lot of really cool rocks that people found, but like the ones that are like, oh, this one's like really shiny or like, oh, this one's like a really cool shape. It looks like the state of Ohio, that type of thing. I would request, um, what else? What else? I don't want to be wasteful. I don't think you're thinking of this the right way. This is not how the Kings thought. They were like, what the fuck do I want? Oh, like, like the because the thing is, the I have sky's to think the about, limit. They have to think about the idea that whatever's in there, I will have in my next life. That's what I have to think about. Mm-hmm. That's what they thought. But about. the sky's the limit. Okay, so then I want like a lot of puppies. Great. I want probably like a really nice apartment. Reese's. I'm assuming like the they have that. In oh, the oh, oh. I don't oh. have to bring it. Got it. Yeah. Ooh, they duh. they have a lot of those. What am I thinking? Okay. <laughs> what would you bring? <laughs> I mean, I guess books would be the yeah. first thing. And like every outfit that's ever been made. <gasps> That'd be a good one. I would be like, everybody strip yeah. and put your clothes in my goddamn pyramid. Yeah. Because I want those clothes. I don't care. I'm the king. Uh, that's a good one. And also you probably bring your cat. Mm-hmm. And this is a good tie-in because Egyptians worshipped cats. That's true. I, I would mean, have to murder him and then... No, he could be alive. Well, what if you just got one of those cat feeders that like pours out a little bit every day or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> and then he could just like hang out in there. Oh, we got him one of those one time and he tore into it and broke it immediately. Well, it's in Egypt times, since they're smarter than us, they have better ones. Oh, gosh, you know everything about the Egyptians. <laughs> you forget about that and sci-fi aliens. show I watched. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was about both of those things. Okay. Uh, should we get into our segments? Yeah. Okay. This segment since the holidays are coming up and so many of us have to travel, 
I am launching a brand new segment called Holiday Travel Tips for You and the Whole Family. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we're here with the name. Right? Yeah. Well, it's just feels like an obvious seg- okay. segment name. Okay. It's like really quippy and short. It is uh, quippy. So, this inaugural segment is from Travel Genius, which is a podcast from Bloomberg hosted by Nikki Eckstein and Mark Elwood, all about tips and tricks kind of to make just traveling an easier experience. All right. So, um, the, this podcast. Um, Travel Genius, they tackle topics like airline points and miles, which I kind of love because those are always a mystery, Um, checked bags, and travel insurance. Does anyone actually buy travel insurance? Hmm. I never have. I feel like old people? Maybe. Maybe. There's there's no way to know. Uh, So in this clip, guest Samantha Brown, who's the host of PBS's Samantha Brown's Places to Love, gives her best tips on avoiding jet lag. Here it is. Yeah, so for me, I always abstain from alcohol like two to three days before I leave on a trip, especially coffee. So I'll I'll allow myself some tea. So that means all the caffeine has left my system. And so I arrive at my destination and then, you know, you begin walking around or maybe you get to your hotel, but you know, you can never check in that, you know, right away. So you have to drop off your bag and now I'm walking around the city and now I start to feel like my, my, my body is turning into hardened cement and I could literally just fall asleep on the sidewalk then and only then when I'm just dying and in pain do I allow myself to have a double espresso and because the caffeine has been out of my system it hits my body and my bloodstream like 10 horses and I can make it through to the rest of the night. So yes, it is a lot of uh, a deprivation and then woof, here we go. Just to note, she the first thing she said was alcohol. She meant to say caffeine. I th- which is I, I could tell immediately. <laughs> I was very confused. Because her whole game was like, go off caffeine for a few days and then once you get on your trip, when you're feeling that jet lag hit, then you drink a double espresso. That's a very smart tip. Isn't that interesting? Well, I was hoping to get your hot take on it because I know that, you know, you are, you know, more versed in caffeine than I am. Why? Well, because you drink more caffeine than me. I haven't drank coffee in like four years but don't you drink i drink espresso sometimes yeah like in italy or if i'm somewhere it's good if i'm at a restaurant and i feel like you drink more tea than i do i drink tea yeah uh but you're not you don't really feel dependent on caffeine to begin no 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 no. No. in fact it's kind of surprising like that i used to think i was i think i just enjoyed the experience of coffee i never think i felt like i depended on it much yeah i feel like it's i don't know but i i enjoy espresso i don't ever drink like american coffee um Alan and I don't really drink coffee, but he had a he had espresso in um, London just to kind of deal with jet lag. Um, but she had some other fun travel tips that I'm excited to share. Okay, she uh, said that the ironing board is her secret weapon in a hotel because it's a bonus surface. It can be a standing desk or it can be a TV tray. You can adjust it to any height you want. That's such a good tip. I have heard this tip before and I love it. However, how many times are you in a hotel room where it's getting less popular? Oh, really? Um, I feel like there's always an iron. I feel like I need to take this back because when I said that, I was picturing one that comes out of the wall. Oh, and now those are rare. But you're right; most hotels do have an. They're in the closet usually. Yeah, but you just have to look. Samantha did. They're not gonna. They're not gonna ping out of the wall. Unfortunately, it's not like a secret little. Uh, Murphy bed coming out of the wall but Samantha did point out that in in Italy it's illegal to have ironing boards or irons really Mm -hmm. in in hotel rooms so they don't do that yeah they don't do that no 
okay, she also said that when she stays in a new city, she likes to visit the supermarket, like the grocery store, because it, a few things, it's a great way to learn a language. Um, you can get a vibe for culture or you can just like flag foods that look appetizing or unappealing. And then when you see them on a menu, you kind of know what it is. That's a good point. It is also just fun to see the branding, like how they brand things. It is fun. Like, it's fun to see what's different. Yeah. In London there, she was saying there's like so many different flavors of Lay's potato chips. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, what are you, what are your favorite travel tips? Do you have travel tips for the holidays? Um, I guess like basically when I like fly somewhere, oh, well, my best travel tip was, um, we were traveling back from, uh, Nairobi and we ran into a friend in Nairobi and he gave us Xanax. Oh. We slept for 12 hours straight. That is a great travel tip. I mean, take drugs. Do I mean it like get us everyone if you need to travel a long time get a Xanax because we came back and we were like pretty fine because we still had that that flight is like 18 hours like it's still but it made the world and then I I do really believe in like the second I get on a plane when I'm going to Italy I change my watch and I'm like oh we do this one o'clock in the morning like we do do that and um the first thing I do when I get to a place is I go on a run and I never want to and then I'm always glad I did and I get to see the place. Yep. I get to pass a lot of things. I get to get a sense of my land and my atmosphere. You wake up a lot because I don't want to go to sleep. That's That actually is my number one travel tip. Don't. Yeah. And I have to say I've that. I've made you do it before. That Well, that has become one of my travel tips too. Oh, I Thanks love it. to you. Oh my God. Is run. And when you get to a new city, you get your bearings. You kind of know your way around. You get your lay of the land. It gives you energy. It's a, such a great idea. You ne- Trust me. You don't want to. You don't want but to. But don't. Don't be like, I have to run fast. No. Just be like, I have to put one foot in front of the other. Just enjoy it and explore. And then you, ne- my dad and I always say this, you never run and then afterwards say, I wish I hadn't done that. That is so You're true. always like, I'm so glad I did that. You get this that high. So it's, like, it's like, um, I just said this to my dad. He was here this, this weekend. We went on a run. Um, running is a celebration of your health. You're like having Aww. a little party. You know, you're, you're having a party that you can move your legs and breathe the air and like it's... You're celebrating every time you go on a run. So. That's such a nice way of Whoa, looking at Whoa, we got that. on a seppy tangent. That's so nice. I love this new segment. Thank you. Yeah. I can't wait to contribute to it also. I know. And if y'all want um, to learn more about travel from Travel Genius, check out this episode, which is called Why TV Host Samantha Brown Recommends Eating Off Ironing Boards. Great title. Right? Yeah. Um... Now we have another segment. And Give this it. is the Seggy Stealer. Yeah. Which means we steal a segment from another podcast, like a little game or something, and we yeah. play it with ourselves. I love it. Um, have you ever heard of Mall Talk? No. I've been meaning to bring Mall Talk about Mall Talk. Because you love malls. You're from the Midwest. Love them all. Okay. It's all it's just Paige and Emily are comedians. They just talk about the mall. They're like, how many times do you go to the mall this week? They talk about shops. They interview people at stores if they work at the mall, <laughs> their favorite snacks. It's very, they're very funny. So funny. Randomly, Paige was on the Daily Zeitgeist this morning. Oh, the, it the all stars comes back. just yes. Um, <laughs> but um, it's it's really fun, and you like Solomon Giorgio. Right? I love Solomon Giorgio. That's what Giorgio. I thought. That's I why I kind of picked this one. He's great. But he loves J.C. Penny. <laughs> FYI, so if you want to listen to the whole so thing, weird. Um, but they have a segment called "Shut Down, Rebrand, and Expand," which mm-hmm. I, they do it uh, quite often, and I really like it. It's basically oh. "Fuck Mary Kill" with stores. Oh, I love this. Okay, let's move into our final segment. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's "Shut Down, Rebrand, Expand." expand. And it's basically mm-hmm. "Fuck Mary Kill." 
but mm-hmm. we're gonna give you three stores, and then you choose one that you would like expand. You think it's great. Mm-hmm. One that you would rebrand. Mm-hmm. Like it's fine, but you would love yeah. to see it do something differently, and then just shut down. Okay. Fuck it, this. Store. This is actually feeling very serendipitous. What we decided to do, yeah, based on some things you said earlier. Okay. So we decided on. This week we're doing Wetzel's Pretzels, Auntie mm-hmm. Anne's, and Cinnabon. Yeah, so we didn't know you were going to be so into Cinnabon no, when we Cinnabon made this decision. Is number one, hands down. So you would expand Cinnabon? Oh, of course. Okay. okay. They, it's, they've been not making a single mistake. <laughs> Why punish them? Um, this one's a tough one for me, um, but I would probably say rebrand for Wetzel's Pretzels mm-hmm. and Auntie Anne's. It's got to go. Shut yeah, down. I understand it's, that. It's got the smell, but it has not got, like, look, it doesn't have a cheese dog. Which True. Is, it. <laughs> yeah, it's a little more highfalutin. It hasn't gluten. kept up yeah. with, the, with the times. It's really, its options are so limited. Yeah. There's like pretzels and then more pretzels. And you're like, okay. <laughs> I get it. They're pretzels. Yeah, there has to be something else. Okay, I feel like when he was dissing Annie Ann's, I was feeling rage come off of Eric's body. You were like, I, I, you were like shaking your head, and I felt like you wanted to interrupt. I like him, but he got it so wrong. If you ask me, and I hope you are, I am. It's I don't even know what those pretzels is. I don't either. But I am shutting down Cinnabon, shutting it down. Ooh, okay. Ten out of ten, and I am expanding Auntie Anne's because it is the best and i am rebranding wetzel's pretzels because i don't know what it is how would you rebrand it wetzel's pretzels yeah i would do something that feels less silly like it's that that alliterative rhyming thing is it like sounds a little like grandpa's pre- like they're gonna be stale don't they sound stale yeah or like, what i think it must be an la thing maybe like, i don't yeah i don't know even auntie ann's could probably use a rebrand but i'm gonna say expand because that's the one i love out of the three okay they always have dr pepper and like the dipping sauce, like they, yeah. they so good. They smell, you can smell the yeah. pepper far away. Yeah, Auntie Anne's is legit. Mm-hmm. Ooh, now I want like a salted pretzel with their cheese sauce. Well, we better go to the mall. Let's go. Also, how dare you with the cheese sauce? The best is the I marinara know. sauce. Oh, Wait, if wow, you, wow, if wow, you eat wow. the chocolate no, sauce, no, no, how no. do you feel about the chocolate sauce? No, no, okay, no. Okay, thank no, no, you. No, don't. I mean, the only, Disgusting. the only sweet sauce option is the like icing one with the cinnamon oh, sugar yeah, pretzel. Yeah. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I said, I said like the only option. I'm mean, saying the best option. Okay. I think I would, I think I agree with you. Cause yeah, fucking Cinnabon. I mean, they're disgusting. I, I can't, I, I can't understand how someone would, would want to eat The smell also makes me like, some people are like, it smells so good. And then you eat it and it's like not that good. I'm like, no, it smells like I, it's going to drown my nose. Like I can't. It's all. It's, it's a lot. It's. It, I feel. I start choking when it's I smell it. It's like you it. pop a cinnamon clove. In I can each smell it from here. I know. Like in my apartment from Laguardia. And also, it's it's always at the airport. People are eating these big buns on the plane that are the size the of their head. Get. Oh my god! I'm now. I'm. I was a little on the fence before, but <sighs> seal the deal. No, the smell makes it not okay because. It, it, you getting a cinnamon at the airport is now me getting a cinnamon. Yeah, it's you're infecting the I'm entire sharing universe. Sharing my bun. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, did you like that segment? That was really fun. Yay! I thanks for stealing it because I like playing. Well, listen to Mall Talk. There's a whole bunch of other gems. Oh, it's wow. very fun. <laughs> um, what store would you talk about if you were on Mall Talk? Okay, so here's the thing. My legacy answer is uh, Panda Express. 
Okay. I don't eat Panda Express anymore for a myriad of reasons. I'm assuming mostly because I'm a vegetarian. But when I was a kid, my mom would bribe me with going to the food court to go to the mall with her. So fun. It's just like good memories of going and getting Panda Express. Uh, But I think my current answer would be Charlie's. Do you know what that is even? It's like a cheesesteak. I can picture the sign. Yeah, it's like a cheesesteak. Doesn't it spell like E Y S? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay, I yes. Can that. And they just have an amazing veggie sub hoagie thing, and they have really good French fries. Wow. Oh, it's so good. Wow. And it would definitely be a food store, yeah. obviously, because I'm not that big into shopping. Fun. What would you? What would yours be? What oh, would you talk about? The Disney store. Yeah. I mean, my mom. When I was a little girl, my mom and I used to literally go there to play. Like, Aww. I wouldn't even buy anything and I'd yeah. have so much fun. They up. have movies and music and I love looking at everything. And like, I I almost feel, I mean, you know this. Um, I was working near Times Square when I was at a job I was very unhappy with. And I would leave in the middle of the day and just walk around the Disney store to make myself happy. Because it's like kind of like going to Disney World for me. Mm. Hands down. And keep in store. mind, to get to that Disney store, you had to walk through... Any, uh, yeah. Like two really terrible well, neighborhoods. I would murder two people bare minimum, but like it was always worth it. So worth it. I love that answer. Good one. Good seggy. Fun. I love malls. I love malls. Now we just have to quickly say, I love malls and I love this podcast because malls, people think they're like trashy or something. What isn't like ordering stuff online and having no human communication or moving your goddamn legs. Isn't that more depressing? A mall is a communal experience. Yeah. Like you're trying things on, you're like seeing things, you're seeing people, you're interacting, yeah, you're getting yeah. food. It's a beautiful place. Yeah. I don't understand why it has such a bad reputation. I mean, I think sometimes people who like loiter at malls, I don't know, make it seem like not as nice. I think people act like, ugh, it's like, you know capitalism like uh, you know what i mean it's like oh, well, what yeah what the, what is the internet then it's like oh i hate convenience also you yeah it's like you know you're still buying stuff <laughs> right you're right. buying stuff in a, in your home at three o'clock in the morning in your and your pajamas then, alone and then you're also using a ton of packaging yeah and it's kind of wasteful go to the mall and like and it takes long you're trying things on like it's just so much it's i love malls i um it's one thing i miss about ohio that's a good one that's i always make thing. my mom take me anyway yeah. I think we did it without DJ J Wu somehow. By the skin of our teeth. Why do people say that? Teeth don't have skin. Oh, it's kind of gross. It's kind of gross. Uh, Monty has calmed down. He's been very sweet. Oh, he's all curled up. And we hope you have a happy holidays. Yeah. Thanks for listening, and thanks to Kara. Yeah, we won't. We won't be talking to those these folks before Christmas. No, but Christmas if you miss Day. our voices, just turn this on loop. Just go back to but episode don't one. Don't go to episode one. Not. No. Yeah, thanks to Kara for editing, and thanks to you for being a great host. Happy Halloween! Ah 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 ah.